It's been five years since the continent-wide attacks of a flight of ancient dragons, and the scars of that conflict still linger across the struggling Republic of Tal'Dorei. Rebuilding and recovery are matched by opportunism and scheming, and all the while enigmatic powers long dormant wait to be found. Rise of the Ancients is a D&D 5th edition actual play campaign set in Exandria, the world of Matthew Mercer's critical role, and incorporating material from Arcana of the Ancients, a science fantasy resource book by Monty Cook Games. Our intro music is by Jasmine Rosa. If you need your own theme music, you can reach her at coffeexedge at gmail.com. This episode has been sponsored by Roll20. If you need a virtual tabletop in this time of social distancing, go to Roll20.net to sign up for a free account and get playing. With a marketplace for tokens, maps, and adventures, there's always something to add to your game. Plus, if you pay for a subscription, you'll unlock premium features like dynamic lighting, more storage space, customizable character sheets, and special animated effects. The next few days of your voyage have passed uneventfully. The sailors have mostly given you your space, showing you a fair amount of awe. Captain Perry's von Featherhat is certain that the Melpomene will arrive at the Torrid Reefs on the fourth day of Misathar, a day earlier than she had promised you. So, wow. what's what's the plan? What are you doing? Um, as I sort of said, the let's see, it was the twenty eighth of Horasol that uh, you encountered the the Shadow Fay. So you have basically five days where nothing is going to happen. So you can establish anything that you were doing in that time before we arrive at the Torrid Reefs. Um, so if we, like, as Captain Von Feathercap um, tells us we're going to arrive <laughs> at my cap. There you go. <laughs> um, tells us that we're going to arrive early I enthusiastically um, let her know that yo you pull through like we're, you're gonna get a huge tip that's super great news dude um, yeah man like, that's excellent I take tips and gold yeah obviously <laughs> I'm gonna give you extra gold that's what I'm saying here <laughs> really you don't need to get me a tip i was hired i wasn't even hired i this is a job for my boss i am paid for this and all of these sailors are paid for this you actually don't need to pay us i understand okay i don't know if you do understand <laughs> that is a suspicious way to say i understand and you would expect at this point walnut to like give a, a, a fancy hilarious remark but instead uh, the bird is just like face down in a bunch of food <laughs> glad you said food. I thought he was going to be passed out drunk <laughs> I was going to be dead drunken parrot what do you do with a drunken parrot throw it overboard eat it the end wow that Look, really birds don't need to be stealing my booze on a pirate ship. <laughs> okay, um, what else have 
has have people been doing over the last five days? I think Delilah's been well. I've been keeping a close eye on. Is it Vincent? Is that his name? Vincent. Vincent. I don't trust him. Um, make an insight check. My insight was eighteen. Ah, so you can see that he's very much dedicated to his duties as first mate of the ship. Like he's doing a good job. Like he keeps morale up. Um, he spends a lot of time with the crew and whenever he gets free time, he seems to always find himself somewhere near, near Sumi. <laughs> he loves her. Aww, what a cute little crush. Sumi does not notice. Hey, so why is every, why is his crush cute, and you guys mock me for mine relentlessly? Because <laughs> you're in our party, constantly. You're like and falling in love with them, not just like a hey, they're cool to hang out with. I'll just like you're like that's my future wife, and then you're like that's my future wife, that's my future wife. I only have one future wife. Just a heads up. So. I was going to say um, that Pearl was not here right now. Sure. And then uh, I was going to ask if Vincent um, did another like magic-y thing to try to like impress me. Yeah, probably somewhere along the way. Uh, when he does that, Sumi will sit on the boat, cross-legged and close her eyes for 10 minutes. The pearl will appear. <laughs> okay. Um, so, Vincent, uh, well, first, the sailors around will be like panicking and like going backwards. Some of them will pull weapons and sort of like stand in a ring. Vincent will, you know, put his hand up and sort of calm them and step forward and he'll sort of look at you and be like, Is it okay if I touch her? Oh, you'll have to ask her. And he moves up towards her and he begins to speak sort of low and elvish. And uh, he's basically saying, Oh, you're such a beautiful creature. Hello, I am Vincent. May I? And then he like goes up and we're going to see what his animal handling is. The secret is he's not left. He's not stopped looking at Sumi, though. He's suddenly Antonio Banderas. <laughs> uh, what would you say Pearl's disposition is towards this strange um, Jorhassian elf that is uh, coming up towards her? I think neutral because he's doing it really respectfully and like speaking lowly and not moving fast. Otherwise, it would have been not positive. So call it like a DC 13. Not quite easy, yeah. but not quite yeah. moderately difficult. Yeah. Dirty 20. Ooh. So yeah, he gets up there and he, he lays his hand on the scales and he's very gentle. And uh, he just sort of, you know, walks along and uh, says, back to you. Uh, probably still speaking in Elvish, not really thinking about it. Um, she is a wonderful companion. 
I, some of my uh, youngest days were with similar types of creatures, not reptilian, but more um, large hound-like. The, the proportions are very similar, though. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Well, now Sumi wants to know all about those and loses any semblance of standoffish or cool. And so he'll tell you all about these creatures called moorbounders, which are these broad-shouldered sort of hound cat-like creatures with tusks and uh, sort of like, not like compound eyes, but like the goat eyes, like really big, bulgy eyes. He says they're a little bit um, silly at times, though they can be very, very dangerous. Wonderful companions. Well, I mean, that sounds amazing, and I'd love to learn more about them. I love, um, I just, it's an animal I haven't heard of before, and so um, perhaps when you're off shift, we could get some food, and you tell me all about them. I want to know all about them. He says, that would truly be something I look forward to. I don't cook. So, um, Fel comes running through. He's yelling and screaming at the top of his lungs. He's like, I heard Pearl was here! She is Shell. Pearl will bound up to you. He intentionally (laughs) runs between the two of you because he (laughs) knew that you were being snotty to him earlier. (laughs) You got got Slade's back? And uh, you can look in the Discord chat for a picture of a Moorbounder. It's adorable. Yeah. It's a look. (laughs) Uh, Okay. And so the days pass and eventually um, one morning the fourth of Misathar. Uh, when you go up on the deck as the sun is rising, you can see that the sort of northwestern horizon is overtaken by this incredibly large plume of black smoke. Could that be the volcano? And uh, Captain Von Featherhat will say, yep, that'll be Everplume. Um... As you get closer, it kind of blots out the entire sky. Really, right now, it's kind of like a big chimney thing. But it's going to get bigger if that's the way you're going. But, you know, we're arrived at the Torrid Reefs. Um, you were out here looking for the uh, for Shell's brother, right? Yeah, we're looking for Dawn. Under a second. Thought it was just Tello, not Dawn. Yeah, or, it's or Tello. Tello. <laughs> um. So, what do you want to do? How do you find him? Nobody knows where the Isle of Nua is. None of the sailors have ever heard of it, and it was not on any of the maps. 
Um, so I guess I will start with another um, sending spell. Sounds good. Yo, bro, dude, we made it to the reefs. How do we get down to you, man? Like, there's no elevator up. No lift. Sorry. No lift up here (laughs) (laughs) or anything. Do you think that he's under the water? Isn't that what he said? Didn't he say he was on an island? Thought he was in the reefs. Yeah, like in the an island can be a the reefs are rather large. I thought like underwater with the reef. Shall have you fallen? Oh, you have. <laughs> yes, yes, I have. <laughs> so the response comes back. Shell, I, uh, that's awesome that you're at the reefs. I am, um, well, I'm on the island and we can make our way to you. Uh, let me know where you are and we can meet in the middle. Uh, feather hat lady, where are we? And so you would use up a second spell slot to do another sending and that will, um, effectively give you one success on the skill challenge to find uh, Tello among the reefs. Skill challenge. We gonna beat it. Skill challenge. We won already. Between like Tello's communication abilities and Shell's communication abilities, does it really help? (laughs) (laughs) Right. That's right. Spend two more spell slots. (laughs) <laughs> I'm kidding. Just two spell slots spent. Um, okay, so it's uh, five successes before three failures, and you have one success. So four more successes needed. What are y'all doing? And you can set the crew to do something. Is it possible just to do push-ups on deck? And that helps, <laughs> somehow helps us I find mean, our way? You could try and like give the crew some morale with my sick push-ups. Yeah, it's going to be really hard to do effectively. I'm going to wait. Why are you failing at a challenge on purpose? What's happening? What? Why are you failing at a challenge on purpose? There's no. Yeah, you. He's not. I'm not actually doing push-ups to try and find a, your brother. Oh, I was just okay. about to say, I'm going to use survival to navigate on the water using points of reference and stuff. Uh, yeah, that is very good. One sec. Now I want to use push-ups. Okay, so Tarkan, from the information that is sort of relayed by uh, Shell and Tello, uh, you're going to try and find a number of the uh, sort of land, well, sea marks? The locations, by survival, and find a good way through. 
Like orienting from where Everplume is and around that kind of thing. With a sextant. Sounds good. Watch your every, tongue. Every tent you have is a sextant. Well. <laughs> All right. Uh, so go ahead and make a survival check then. Nineteen. Uh, so yeah, you succeed. You help the crew navigate. Uh, you avoid a number of uh, sort of dangerous reef areas. Um, and you feel as if you're making progress. Uh, somebody else? Me, 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 me. I have an idea. I have an idea. I have an idea. Do we see any birds in the sky? Because that could lead us towards land. Uh, sure. So you're kind of trying to figure maybe in a nature check. I'm confused. We're having a hard time finding the island that has a giant plume of smoke leading us directly to it. No. So the giant plume of smoke is Everplume, an underwater volcano. That, That's where I got the underwater part. That Tello has been studying from the island of Nua. So the smoke comes from underneath the water into the air? Sure does. That's insane. Whoa! Now I'm following, because I was like, you guys, I don't understand why I have to find this island. Just It's like right there. So like, Sumi should do it, because she's the only one with nature? Yeah, sure. <laughs> it's not my strongest skill, but I can do it. Uh, yeah, I will try to watch uh, birds in the air looking for land and also follow the porpoises. Okay. Sumi's good at nature. Jennifer is not. <laughs> Ooh, 20. Dirty 20. I'm sorry, that is a fail. Wait, what? That We're particular skill away. is quite difficult. Um, so you do sort of uh, watch the animals for a little while, and you get some sort of patterns from them, but none that are leading you towards an island or food. One thing that you do notice is that the uh, porpoises don't seem to follow you for very long and the birds are moving kind of strangely and erratically. One other thing that everybody starts to notice is that the water is getting sort of cloudy. There's almost like rivulets of black sort of sootiness uh, that you're starting to notice as you get closer to Everplume and uh, into the reefs. Wait, didn't he say there was like a giant dragon flying around? Tello did say that he was having trouble with a bronze dragon. It was doing weird things and he was scared. Well, we established that they are protectors of the coastline. Yeah, but can we that find is the correct. dragon? Yeah. Uh, you could look for the dragon, and also Tello said that like four days ago. So obviously he was fine. 
Um, I'm not sure how any of my particular skill sets would help us here, guys. So, um... Stab the water. Like, deception, sleight of hand, thieves tool. Those are all the things I'm very good at. So I'm not sure how any... Do you have some perception? Uh, perception, I have a plus four. I have a plus 10 in sleight of hand, plus 10 in stealth, plus 10 in thieves tools, plus eight in deception. Four is still good. I have a seven in acrobatics, but I don't think that would help. Uh, it could. You could uh, use your acrobatics to help out with the sailing and gain a little bit more speed, like working with the crew uh, up in the math, up, up in, uh, in the sails, and so on. Okay, let's see. I, do that. I I'm watching, and I'm like, guys, I think I could help up there. And then I just start kind of climbing up and get up there. I Sounds picture good. you like watching them pull like some lines, but they have to go up and down like ladders, and you're like. Y- y'all could just jump. Yeah, I'm like, why don't you just do it? Jump. Just jump and then you can flip around and it's easy. Why don't you all just do sick flips all the time? Parkour. I was going to say, watch me parkour up this mast. You're not talking. Yep, I see that now. Um, I got a 16 and then my acrobatics, I said, was a 7. Yes. So... Don't tell her. Oh, I actually have to do math. Uh, 23. <laughs> All right. So um, basically, uh, you offer to help, and the sailors sort of tell you the things that they need to do, since you're, you're not an expert at sailing, but you're able to get out to areas that would take them twice as long to get to and like move things. And there's efficiency gained. You begin to move forward and you see that the water is getting sort of darker and cloudier as you're heading into sort of like midday. And then there's a as something seems to have collided with the bottom of the boat. I think we hit something. I didn't do it. I didn't break it. Can we look over and see anything? Sure, make perception checks. My eyes fall out of my head. So I heard a 13. 14. 14, 3, and 5. Seven is what I got. Oh, okay, seven. So, um, Delilah and Sumi looking over see a sort of like large form uh, swimming underneath the boat and then sort of like turn back towards and then there's another (laughs) as it passes underneath. And suddenly everybody is starting to get like really, really upset and surprised and tense. And people are starting to look over the side of the boat and they're drawing weapons. Yes. Shell. Shell Shell notices this behavior and this uneasiness in the air and everybody getting tense. And he pulls out his magic loot that makes (laughs) super rad dope. Imaginary animals fly around. He plays 
something slow and somber. He starts slow, builds, and builds, and it builds. Crescendo party time! And he goes loud, loud, loud. And he's got everybody moving and grooving. Make me a performance check. 19? Yeah, okay. So the crew is getting a little bit more... Like, they're they're not as scared. They're just a little bit keyed up right now. Um, and as you're sort of playing this music, where are you standing in the boat? Oh, uh, so it'll start with me up, like, near the... F- um, the f- the bow? Yeah, right there. Right there. Um, and then... As uh, as I'm playing, I walk down the steps towards the um, center of the, the ship. And then as the crescendo happens and the party time music starts rocking, I am running all over the place. I am dipping, diving, dodging, and weaving. Excellent. And so, like, power slide? Oh, yeah. So as Shell completes a power slide about halfway down uh, the the beam width of the boat, um, everybody's sort of like cheering. A couple of people are still looking over the side. And then behind Shell, there's this long, sinuous neck with a like coming out from the water and just sort of behind him with this flat uh, sort of reptilian almost face. And uh, it opens its mouth and it sort of exhales this smoky plume of uh, sort of like smog almost. And it attacks. Your music was so terrible that you have to die for it. It's not a fan. Clearly, like, come on. Am I still up in the sail or did I come down by this point? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, where are you? I think you might still be up. I was figuring I was still, like, up there, like, pretty much just, like, almost even just, like, hanging on. Safe place to be. I just, I feel like I, like, that would be so Delilah. Like, she would just be up there watching people. And, like, get distracted with, like, the people watching. That's so creepy. You All could right. have assisted in my performance, ma'am. Uh, so yeah. does everybody want to roll initiative as this uh, monstrous, apparently fire-aspected Pliosaurus attacks? Did you post this picture anywhere? I've been looking. I didn't post a picture, but the token is now on roll 20. It's huge. Uh, if you open up your uh, turn order, you should be able to add your own turns whilst I roll the attack. Does a 17 hit shell? Tie goes to the attacker. Dang. That is 11 piercing damage and 3 fire damage as its neck like uh, darts down and snaps at you. Ow! That's not cool, dude! Why does everybody gotta be a critic? (laughs) 
What was your initiative there, Corey? I think you showed me a seven. Corey, why didn't you put it in the turn order? It's a six and now it's there. There we go. Seriously, he has to roll one higher than me. <laughs> yes, yeah, so Vincent and the crew get to go first. Makes sense. They're sea people. I can see people. Dead people. Much better now. So uh, Vincent sort of like readies his trident, but then he puts his hand out and he makes sort of an arcane gesture. And so we're going to see what happens. Uh, It had to make a charisma saving throw, but rolled a natural 19. Unfortunately, the spell is used with no effect. Vincent! Pretty trash wizard there, bud. Wow. Let's see you cast Bane. Yeah, I'm just about to see it. (laughs) Alright, Tarkan's turn. Uh, The creature is in the water, but its neck is sort of like leaning over the uh, the, uh, ship. I moved Pearl up because she's never below decks. She's never below deck? Seems a little big to be below decks. That's fair. This is like full of hammocks and stuff. Just keeps running <laughs> into stuff. <laughs> Kazoon height. Thank you. So does Tarkan cast twin swords? Yeah, I cast Bane, which is stabbing. Twin steel. One of them is a 11 and the other is a 22. Uh, the 11 will sort of uh, glance off of its scaly hide, but the 22 hits. Does a 16 hit? A 16 does. 24 damage. Woof, that is a solid hit. Nice work. That was two solid hits, but... Oh, okay. Two solid hits as you slash into it. Also, the Discord chat now has a picture of it. You can see uh, that it's got the sort of... You know, it's Nessie. Yeah, like that thing we've all seen. Yeah. (laughs) A real creature. Long, long sinuous neck, a big, uh, heavy body with uh, four flippers and a long tail. Rows of teeth. The boat shudders again as a second form slams into it and rises from the other side and attacks Sumi. Motherfucker. Not fair. Place is loaded with dinosaurs. Uh, apparently, Sumi moves quick because the attack is only a ten. Oh, that is a miss. Okay, then that is on to Sumi's turn. Excellent. Okay. What up? I guess what I cast. Arrows. Zephyr strike. <laughs> Zephyr strike. Uh. Which am I in threatened squares? It has so much reach, or which are you in threatened squares from the creature? Uh, duh, 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 duh. you are in its reach. Yes. Well, good thing it doesn't matter. <laughs> good thing who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Just Zephyr strike. 
Uh, so I'm going to move my uh, 35 feet. Thirty-five to get over here. All right. And then I will shoot it twice. Okay. Once with my zephyr strike thing, so that'll give me advantage on my first shot. I think. Let me read this again. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I didn't roll great. That's a 19 for the first shot. That's a hit. Thank goodness. Sorry, I'm having troubles. Yeah, a big dinosaur showed up. Yeah, it's okay. My first attack is 13. Your second attack? Oh, no, no sorry, the damage. My first damage is 13. Okay, 13. My second attack is a 12. Uh, 12 does not hit. Fair. I have a plus 10. I've been rolling. Not great. Yeah, I rolled a 2, a 4, and a 9. Yikes. Not great, yeah. Might be time to change dice. I'm using digital dice. <laughs> Actually, use real dice. Yeah. And what does Pearl do? Well, I think we decided Pearl doesn't attack yet. Yeah. Um, you can sort of just like shout commands to her. Sure, no, it's poop. Go poop. That so might attack her. It does not. It is focusing on uh, people. Cool beats. Then it is Shell's turn. Yay! So, um, um, Shell's like, Ow! Come on, dude! Like, what was that for, bro? And I walk over to it, and I cast Animal Friendship! Animal Friendship. Okay. And what type of save is that? Wisdom, please. That box is glorious. It's got good colors. I think you succeed as there is a nine. (gasps) Yay, I do succeed. Digging the music. Merrick, you can't keep encouraging him with this. (laughs) Are you sure it didn't roll a 40? So, um, I'm like, bro, now, everybody, this is our bro. We're going to call him Locky, and he's going to be cool with us. All right, so everybody just be cool, okay? This one's fine. Now, let me go handle the other one in a second. (laughs) Okay, Delilah's turn. Shell, I'm not going to wait for you to try to be friends with the other one. What? Why not? Because what if it doesn't work and I should have attacked it and I missed my chance? 
think that should be okay. Delilah says as she's like climbing through rigging and getting ready to throw daggers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I should have done it at a higher level than I could have cast it on both of them at the same time. <laughs> I'm going to cast a spell, actually. I'm going to cast Darkness? I think that'll work, right? <laughs> yeah. Hold up a damn second. You mean to cast Magic Missile? Hold, hold up, everybody. I'm the only one who can't cast goddamn spells in this group. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the damn rogue can cast spells? This is bullshit. I've cast spells before. I don't believe I've seen that. Pay more attention. Uh, it's very tough with you. You disappear very easily. This is the conversation that happens after she casts darkness. Hold up. Every, what is everyone? Can you all, are you all magic? What is the radius on darkness? 15 foot radius. 15 foot radius. Cool. Nice. Approximately that big centered on the, uh, on the monster. Not like, you know, like a, a long fish pole and he's like trying to stab at it and then just darkness. And there's this, a sphere of blackness that no light just a leg comes flying out uh, and so Vincent uh, sort of looks to Shell and looks into the darkness and says to the crew he's casting animal friendship and then he plunges into the darkness maybe he's not so bad after all see I cast darkness instead of attacking it I regret everything Tarkan's turn as Vincent uh, jumps into the darkness and uh, apparently does something. Never want to be outdone. <laughs> of course. I smash into that sailor having no idea he's there. Goes <laughs> <laughs> overboard. Tarkan runs into the darkness and runs into a sailor just as he's like backing up. He's backpedaling away. No, he won't run into the sailor because the sailor's busy yelling, Am I dead? Did I die? Oh, it ate me! I'm in its belly! I'm in its belly! You're fine. It's just magic. Just sit down. (laughs) Sit down. (laughs) The remix. Perfect. It's shelter in place. Sit down. Until people come to find you. That's like what you're supposed to do, right? Yeah. So does Tarkan attack the creature? He attempts to. Alright. Disadvantage, I'm guessing? Yes, disadvantage due to darkness. I got an 11 and a 10 on the first one, so an 18? Yeah, an 18 will hit. Uh, second one misses, and the third one will hit again, because I rolled a 17 and an 18 for a 25. All right. Five. Yep, so you got two hits out of three. 
He's just like swinging away, and like one of them like clashes against it, and you're like, "Yeah, okay, there it is. Go again." For 19 points of damage total. 19 damage. Okay. Joke's on you. You're actually stabbing the sailor. <laughs> I found the monster. It sounds a lot like a sailor, though. Ah, All right. So uh, the, the friendly me. the friendly one kind of like bobs a little bit and then sort of like uh, brings its head really close down to shell and opens its mouth and sort of exhales on him. And it's like this really hot, like um, uh, kind of like burning, uh, burning citrus sort of smell. Like it's it's. Like if you took like a bunch of lemons and dried them out and threw them on a fire. Huh. Interesting. That's a sentence you could never expect to say any other time. And you can see like deep down its throat, there seems to be like a bit of glowing, almost elemental energy. Why? The who wants to dive into the throat? The other one attacks Tarkan. (laughs) Ha ha! Attempts to attack Tarkan. Uh, yeah, definitely with uh, darkness and Bane. Oh, he succeeded! I told you I would cast Bane. One of my dice was a natural twenty. Unfortunate because of disadvantage. So it's an eighteen, and then Bane makes it a fifteen. Eighteen would miss anyway. All right, uh, then it is Sumi's turn. I'm going to repost him real quick and stab it. Okay, sounds good. Um, this one is asking each other to feed it? Uh, it just seems to be, like, getting to know him. Is it only friendly to him? No, it's friendly to all of Shell's allies. I ran over and pet it. It kind of, like, turns its head towards you, and, like, it's got, like, really slick skin, um, and uh, there's, like, the occasional scale, but mostly it's sort of, like, a rubbery dinosaur skin, and then, uh, like, you know, covered in salt water. Yeah, no, I whisper nice things to it. Um, It's very hot to the touch. Oh, interesting. Um, Sorry, I wanted to cast a spell, too. Oh, well, you just wanted to... I just wanted to um, finish Tarkan's repost. 22 to hit, 19 damage. Okay, and then so what spell did you want to cast, Jen? Actually, I can't, because it is a... Oh, no, it's an action, okay. Uh, Can I cast Beast Bond? You establish a telepathic link with one beast you you touch that is friendly to you or charmed by you. Yeah, that works. Is it intelligence... Four or higher? No. Great. Um, so we can talk to each other telepathically. Excellent. Um, so I would say that you can exchange something right now as you're casting the spell. What do you say? Say, hello, friend. Um, were we bothering you? Is there something you need? One sec. Just changed away from the... There we go. And so you say, were we bothering you? Um, is there something you need? And it responds in your mind saying, 
you entered the territory of the Tyrant Queen. We were supposed to repel you. Can I talk more? Is that my turn for now? I'd say you could ask one more question. Uh, we meant no offense to you or the Tyrant Queen. We are just here to help some people stuck on an island. Is there any way we can parlay? The queen does not parlay. She destroys. Hmm. Metal. Uh, a dog bone. Dog toy. Not red underwear. That makes way more sense. <laughs> if so, she's been. She had like fifteen pairs on. Who said she took them off? I mean, she if you're throwing. All um, right, so <laughs> it's Shell's turn. Yeah. So Shell will go over to the other one, but like try and bring Nessie with him. No, Lockie, sorry, with him. Um, uh, Lockie is engaged in conversation right now. Ah, right. Weird. Okay. So then. <laughs> I don't know if I can cast it because I have to be able to see it. Jump into the ocean. Okay. Yep, I absolutely <laughs> do that because I can swim. I'm a turtle and I swim under and see if I can see him like below the smoke. It is a large creature. You can see its tail and like back flippers sticking out of the darkness. And, and I you're cast... underneath the ship, and the, the water is, like, you know, sparkling with the sunlight, and then there's, like, those sort of trails of ashy soot that you're swimming through. And I cast Animal Friendship. Okay, and it's got a negative D4, thanks to Bane. I mean, I don't want to be a jerk, but that's got verbal components. Yeah, I'm a turtle. I can speak underwater. Yeah, I I generally don't say that water stops you from saying your verbal components. It just means that you can't hold your breath. Oh, I hey. see how it is. Everyone can cast all their magic. Everyone's super magic, and I just stab things. I mean, if I put, like, a silence spell, then verbal components wouldn't work. And then I'm going to wreck house. Uh, so anyways, I rolled a four minus one. So that's a three. And then let me just check the wisdom score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they have a plus one. So that's a four. Boom, baby. <laughs> okay. So uh, both of them are now friends. So shall be like, hey, buddy, we're sorry. We were hurting you, um, dude. Uh, guys, this one's cool now, too. That one's Lockie over there. And then this one over here is my good friend Nessie. Okay, so we got Lockie and Nessie. Don't forget them. Don't mix them up. Okay, that one's Lockie. This one's Nessie. A very sort of like... A very sort of shaken-looking sailor throws a, a, a looped rope to shell what's that for 
the Tyrant Queen. And that's for you to climb out of the water. Oh, I forgot I was in the water. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, sailor. And oh. she kind of like gives you a little bit of a salute and then steps away from the <laughs> from the large creature that's probably like helping you up a little bit. Yeah, that's why I'm thinking. I'm thinking, yeah, exactly. Like it's Flipper is like nudging me over. Um, so then, as I cl- when I climb to the top, I'm gonna be like, "Hey guys, so like, um, where's an island around here?" Well, they can't speak to you unless uh, you cast your spell. But uh, how long does Beast Bond last, Jen? Ten minutes. All right, so what do you want to ask to this creature? Mm. Of this creature. Uh, it's a pleasure to meet you. My name is Sumi. What is your actual name? And there's just kind of a sense of like... <laughs> doesn't really translate into words even psychically. Cool. I think uh, Locky is a great name then. Um, and I'll say um, well I hope you understand that we must find our friends on the island of um, Nua and the sooner that we can do this the sooner we can leave the queen's territory would you be able to lead us there and uh, the response is basically what does this island smell like? Turtles. May I ask how many islands there are that you can smell here? There are some islands. Very few islands. Can you smell the beings on the island sometimes? Yes. Then it smells like this one, and I'll point to Shell. Mmm, the moving island. Yes. It moves! And uh, I would say that getting these two to help since Shell has 24 hours on uh, Animal Friendship, um, will count for the last two successes you need. Because they can bring you directly to the island of Nua. Yeah, I, I wonder it's not on a map. And so they bring you sort of further into the Torrid Reefs, continuing north and west towards Everplume. The water gets darker and fouler, um, and eventually you notice something on the horizon. Somebody up in the uh, in the crow's nest calls out, land! And uh, people begin to look at it, and you can see that there's a small island that's got a bit of a wake on it, as if it's moving towards you as well. Um it's probably, you know, like a hundred feet across um, and sort of oddly shaped. Like it's it's a roundish island, but then off to its side, it seems to have sort of like a secondary small bit uh, creating a small wake. And there seems to be a couple of huts on it. Question, question, question. Words. Yep. 
I'm guessing it takes us longer than 10 minutes to find this. Yes, it would take you another couple of hours, so Beast Bond would stop. Before it stops, I would like to ask Lockie a question. Am I getting the name right? Uh, that is what Shell called her, yeah. I'd like to ask Lockie a question about um, the Tyrant Queen. Mm-hmm. And let's see. Uh, is there any way for us to get in the Tyrant Queen's good books, or is there any way that people escape her notice? She wishes for martial power. She recruits for her attack. Uh, do you happen to know where that attacks? Who she's attacking? Perhaps we have a common enemy. All those who ply the waters and live on the shores. Um, perhaps not common enemies then good to know and um, hmm, I have another question does she happen to be ginormous like maybe a titan size even I have never seen the tyrant queen she sends her orders from the mountain. Ah, okay. The underwater mountain. Yes. You've been so helpful, and I love your breath of wood smoke and oranges. You are a lovely beast. Thank you. I'm sorry, I should say a lovely friend. You're lovely too. I'm happy we didn't eat you. Me too, and I hope that continues. I don't see why it would stop. Agreed. 13 hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, also, at one point, I'm going to see if... Um, um, what's his name? Vincent. Vincent wants to come meet the animals. Uh, yeah, he him. would. Yep. Um, he would actually uh, probably try and ride one. That's awesome. No, Shell is totally already riding. (laughs) Yes, they're fighting to ride. All right, he is going to try and balance on the back of one of them. Shell's like on the head. 24. I need you to immediately stop considering that man your ally. (laughs) Can I I reach out and grab his hand and see if I can balance too? Sure, make an acrobatics check. With advantage, because you're getting help. Fifteen? Oh, with advantage, hold on. Yeah. Twenty-four. Twenty-three. Nice, okay, yeah. Uh, So the two of you are standing out on it, uh, (laughs) balancing beautifully, and uh, Lockie kind of stays above the waves, but then will occasionally sort of dip a little bit so water runs over your feet. You melt. Is Tarkan trying to get on the other one? No, Tarkan is writing in a book. I was going to say, because, you know, Tarkan's in metal armor. (laughs) 
Hurricane's also like sheathed in metal. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, the ocean's probably a scary place. I feel like Delilah would try to ride one because it's like an acrobatics challenge. Delilah doesn't do stupid shit, though. Yeah, Have you seen her ride a horse? I don't that. seen her ride a horse? <laughs> I mean, she does things poorly sometimes, but... So, Shell's on one, and then Vinson is on the other? Vincent and uh, De- um, Sumi are on one, and I haven't gotten Shell's acrobatics check to see what he's, how he's doing. Ah, yes, Shell is also successfully riding the other one on the uh, starboard side of the boat. Um, Delilah, well, I'm watching them, but since it wasn't my idea, I don't want to join it. Okay. So, the island is coming towards you, and you're coming towards the island, and Captain Perry's von Featherhat comes and sort of stands over Tarkin as he's writing in the book and says I've never seen an island that moves before and I've seen a lot of things you're a child you haven't seen anything I've seen more than you have you killed a mountain and rode it to to a city have you sailed all over Exandria and been to every single port that takes a ship no boats are stupid well, I've seen more than you. Well, Mountain thing sounds Titan, dumb. So. And then she walks away. I like her. <laughs> Your I bird's an her. asshole. And then the bird is like sitting on her shoulder and it turns its head around and it looks at you and goes, Asshole! <laughs> uh, so Do the I island is... poison. Hmm. <laughs> the island is getting closer and closer and then there's sort of like this breaching moment as something ahead of the island rises up and you see a massive turtle head. The island is a very, very large turtle. <laughs> yes! And off to the left of the island, your right, another smaller turtle rises. Swimming yeah. beside. It's the second oh one. My God. When you say smaller, you mean like comparatively, right? Like it's still like twenty-five new. feet long. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, you should look at roll twenty now. Oh, they're so cute. They's adorable. Oh, I love the horns. Eric's gonna kill that one so that we can't be friends with it. Uh, and so the boat comes up beside and you see the um, uh, the island of Nua sort of floating there Uh, your friends Lockie and Nessie kind of give it a little bit of space and standing on the back of the large turtle's shell is a turtle we're gonna have shell in the shell soon Tala! Shell! And uh, there is a, a turtle with a long sort of leather, uh, like blacksmith's apron, uh, holding a long staff with a um, sort of like necklace of colored 
uh, balls that seem to be like, uh, you know, semi-translucent with some fluid sort of like rolling, uh, sort of sloshing back and forth inside them. Very cool. Very billiard cool. balls. Sure. <laughs> yeah, and just like decked out in tools and so on, and uh, he starts like waving at everybody, like, "Come on, come on, come on over, guys, guys, over there! That's my bro." I, That's I turn to whichever one of the whichever one of the girls is closest and go, "There's two of them." This is terrifying. So does everybody head over to the island? Mm-hmm. Shell definitely does. Mm-hmm. Very enthusiastically. We don't have to swim, do we? Uh, no, they'll put down like a little boat and you can row over. I show how awesomely I can row. Row, row, lower? row your boat. Is there a row challenge? Maybe you could <laughs> I eat so many fish shell. eggs. So, um, Ortello says, everybody, um, welcome. This is Nua, and that's Ifo. And uh, he, like, points to the little turtle. Hi, Ifo. And there's kind of like a spray of water. Are they your friends? Like, do you know them? Can you talk to them? Do they talk back? Dude, where have you been? How'd you get out here? What's happening? We don't, like, talk so much. Um, I'm working on... I'm working on something that'll let me do that. But what I do know is that Nua needs help. And Nua helped me. Um, When I was, you know, with Captain Rosrick... Uh, Nua came by and we kind of got, you know, to chatting in our way and, uh, she helped me get away, but Ifo was sick. And, um, so we've been trying to figure that out. Ifo's still sick. Is it because of the smoke? What's going on? How far away did you guys meet? Like, was it right around here? Well, it was at, um, one sec. Uh, it was at Captain Rosrick's, um, so he's got a place on Buali, uh, the island to the south of here. And, um, that's where I escaped from with Nua's help. Have you made any progress? What's wrong with Ua? We think that Ifo got sick passing through Everplume's waters. And, uh, well, let me show you. And so he kind of like hops out into the water and slides down Nua's like really big fin to get over to Ifo and says, come on, it's totally fine. Oh, I go in head first. I'm over there so fast. And, That's an acrobatics and, check to uh, go down. Oh, yeah. And I the totally water slide scream. Turtle. Woo! I'll set up camp here, I guess. 18. 21. Oh yeah, 18s and 21s, you slide down very easily, and you're sort of like floating in the water, like really, really close to uh, the small, smaller giant turtle. Um, Tarkan and Delilah staying up in the area can see, like, there's a number of huts. There's like a half dozen huts on the island. Obviously, they've been here for a fair amount of time, but 
it looks like the larger ones are sort of like they're being lived in by Tello. He's living in multiple huts? No, in the big one. Oh, okay. Um, and so as Tello sort of brings you down to Ifo, um, you can see like along the flesh of the turtle, there seems to be these sort of like blackish uh, sort of protrusions, like raised flesh, like almost like it's scarring. But uh, as you sort of get close to it and Tello puts his hand over it, he says, they're real hot and sorry, Ifo. And he kind of pokes at one and it spurts out uh, this like hot, uh, like glowing uh, fluid that hits the water and starts to sizzle. He's like, I don't know what that is, but it's it's kind of like superheated water, but uh, I don't know. What color is it? Uh, it's sort of like reddish gray. Like it's a dull color. And he says, there's like some sort of, I don't know if you've, if you spend much time here in, um, in the torrid reefs, <laughs> you might, you might find that some of the creatures here are kind of like different and they've all got some sort of like, Elemental infection. Oh, is that why, like, the Lockie and Nessie that brought us over here, they got, like, glowing inside their throat? They have glowing inside their throat? And he, like, turns to look at them. Yeah, I saw something glowing in there when they breathed on me. Uh, yeah, no, uh... If we've got time, I'd love to take a look at them. It might be able. It might let me help Ifo. Uh, that would be so great. I hate this poor guy being in so much pain. Hey, dude, is anybody here with you? Or are you on this? Are they island? Do I call them island? Or no? I should just call them by uh, their name. Nua? Yeah, just Nua. Yeah. Are you uh, living on Nua's back all by yourself? Yeah, it's just me. Just me, Nua, and Ifo. Nice. And, like, um, what are you doing here? Have you just been working on um, Ifo the whole time? Well, yeah. I mean, Nua helped me get away from the Blue Manta's crew. And so, I I mean, I feel like I really owe it to oh, yeah. her to also, try and help the baby. Like, it, yeah, no, for sure. And also, like, it's, it's like... You gotta help it, bro. It's like it's in pain. So yeah. yeah. And uh, so he says, "You know, why don't I show you around? Come on back up to Nua's uh, shell. <laughs> shell. <laughs> yeah, bro. Uh, Shell's coming to the were, shell. This whole time they were talking, Sumi was just lying um, on Ifo's head and like petting it. And it feels like feverishly hot. And I'm going to try to cast Beast Bond again. Is it Intelligence 4 or higher? Uh, it does have Intelligence 4 or higher. Okay, so I can't Beast Bond it. But I'm still going to try to comfort it and tell it it's a good, brave turtle. All I'll right. stay here. Yo, Sumi! Um, <laughs> do you think he feels like how Lockie and Nessie feel? 
I don't know. They didn't seem to be in pain necessarily when I was speaking with Loki. Um, but I don't know much about their um, species, so I don't know if the glowing for them was weird or not. They were pretty warm to the touch, though. They were. You're right. I did touch one. It was very fevery. Perhaps. I wonder if there's something in the smoke that is infecting them. Maybe it's the queen that you told us about that you had the conversation with. Please tell me that you told us about it. Of course I did. The, the tyrant queen. Um, I think that's a very good guess, Shell. What kind of what? There's a tyrant queen? Uh, Shell will tell you about it. Oh, yeah, Tello. So, like, um, my friend here, her name's Sumi. She's totally dope. Um, she was talking to Loki, one of the creatures that helped us with our ship and finding you guys. And they were talking about how this queen, the tyrant queen, was trying to, like, um, sent them out to kick us out or something. And she wants to assimilate everything. And then she's going to have a war or something against everybody that's on land. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's pretty heavy. Um, how much longer till they attack us? Uh, like 18 hours. <laughs> so just so you know, Tello, they're probably going to be sinking a ship in about 18 hours. We're running on a clock. Oh, man. Okay. All right. All right. And then, like, as you're having this conversation, uh, Nua, which has just been kind of chilling in the water... Uh, she lifts her head and looks off towards Everplume and there's like a clear focus and you see something in the air flying towards you. Flappy wings. I pull out my bow and I say, um, Ifo, I'll protect you. Is it the dragon? On the horizon is a large winged form getting closer and closer and it opens its mouth and sprays out a oh. welcome sprays <laughs> out a long line of lightning that just rakes across the sea in your direction and then it lets out a scream just of pure rage and fury is that not the dragon guys is that not the dragon and Tello, Tello goes, oh yeah, that's the dragon. We gotta run. Bro, what the heck? I thought the dragon's supposed to be good. What's wrong with it? Why is this happening? Oh man, I don't know. We just went as fast as we could. It's really territorial. Bro, maybe it's under the spell from the queen too. I, I don't want to be close enough to find out, but it's coming real fast. And that's where we'll end it for this week. No! What? Wow. So to recap, <laughs> are Tarkin and I still on the boat? No, we're on the no, turtle. You're on the turtle. Yeah. You guys just didn't go down to the smaller turtle. Oh, I understand. I understand. Oh my god. Spider dragon instead. And then there's going to be multiple week. Multiple week hangover. This is like a uh you know, Christmas <laughs> winter break. Winter break is what I was looking for. That's what they call it in the television. <laughs> Summer break. 
No, winter. Winter. Definitely not winter. No, but it's only going to be a couple weeks. It's not going to be months. Do you mean solstice? No, he means the winter like great for like TV shows. Oh, when that's they much stop. stranger. Yeah, when they like don't have another episode after the beginning of December till like halfway through January. When's their next game? Three, Three weeks. weeks. Right, but it's B-Day. Yeah. Yup. Oh, yeah, that's right. And we'll come back in, and there's a dragon. I don't like that. And none of us will remember until you say it. (laughs) I I took three pages of notes. Holy crap. You got three pages of notes? I got four lines. I got one line. Did you just write down everything? The recap is going to be intense, bro. I'm so excited for it. I use the spacing. The recap is going to be longer than this episode. <laughs> Here's my line. Next few days have been uneventful. Five days. <laughs> Great job. I write bullet points up. in Jen Wright's novels. I my bullet points. On the 20th day of Horasol, the sea was calm. But yet frightful. Well, this was fun, and thanks for making it a short one, Merrick. I appreciate that. Although, I don't love how we ended it, but I do appreciate (laughs) the short one and not falling asleep an hour from now. Yep. I mean, I feel like whatever's going on with this dragon might be a big deal and might take a long time. Like, Odge! Are you... What? Like when you met the Odge. Oh, right, yeah. I thought you said, like, fudge. Fudge is a big deal. I do like Cornelius Fudge, I mean. He was a big jerk for a really long time. Then he gets deposed to Mister. Anyways, thanks, everybody. Have a good long weekend. And I'll see two of you tomorrow. Have a good anniversary, you two. Tuesday, yeah, thanks. Peace. And much love to you. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Later, losers. Thanks for listening to this episode of Rise of the Ancients. Episodes are released on Fridays. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at SkyHammerK and on Instagram at SkyHammerPress. If you want some outtakes, keep listening after I stop talking. I didn't take a single note this time. <laughs> no, I took notes. Patrick, did you take notes? Uh, no, I was too busy being possessed and then fighting pirates all by myself. I'm just joking. I did not take a single note. Wow. We were really, we were really into it last time. I swear. Yeah, we I were. Way I vividly too- remember what happened.